tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you are. Welcome to the Bench on Selvaf podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi, and thank you so much for tuning in. Bench on Selvaf podcast is about navigating binge eating disorder struggles, disordered eating, and negative body image. Although I share my personal experience with having a negative body image, eating disorders, and I do uncover bits of my personal story, this podcast is not as much about me as it is about you beautiful human beings who struggle, who fight, who grow, and who evolve every single day. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel supported on their recovery journey and simply for anyone who's trying to improve their relationship with themselves. I believe together we can turn something so negative, such as binge eating, into something more positive and hopefully go from binging on food and self-hatred to binging on self-love. Subscribe to the Bench on Selva podcast on your favorite platform and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. But there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you are. Disclaimer. Bench on Selva podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. In this podcast, we cover the topic of eating disorders, so if you find this topic triggering, it may be better for you not to listen to this podcast. Always make sure to put your mental health first. Hello everyone, welcome to the Bench on Selvaf podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi and I'll be your host today. First things first, I want to apologize so much that there wasn't an episode last week. There was quite a lot going on in my life personally and I honestly apologize for that. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to say that I hope you are safe and okay in these horrible, horrible times. I'm sending you all my love and support to everyone who needs it. I hope you all stay strong and safe. In the Binge and Selvaf podcast, I talk a lot about how to navigate the recovery journey. I share with you some tips on what has helped me on my journey, but all of the all of that covers the cases when the person has already made the decision to take on the recovery journey. But in today's episode, I want to touch on why we are afraid to ask for help. Often it's because of the fear that other people will think less of us or because we believe that asking for help is a sign of weakness or because we believe that we have to do it all by ourselves. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. First and foremost, I want to remind you that asking for help is not a sign of weakness. In my eyes, if anything, asking for help is a sign of bravery, self-reflection and self-awareness and sign of the willingness to face a situation you're dealing with. To explain why I think it's so important to ask for help is because I think that when dealing with an eating disorder or with an addiction or with any kind of mental health issue, very often people feel too ashamed or or too embarrassed to ask for help, so they rather hide the troubles they are going through. 
One thing I've learned is that you can try to hide a problem as much as you like, but it's going to come out one day eventually. And usually the more you hide it, the worse it gets. So why is it that we are afraid to ask for help? One of the main reasons, at least in my opinion, why we are afraid to ask for help is shame. Shame is a very powerful feeling and not really in a positive sense. If you are or if you have struggled with an eating disorder, you probably know that shame is very often an inseparable part of the eating disorder. And the eating disorder makes us feel ashamed of who we are, how we look, what we eat, how much we weight and all that stuff. So then when it comes to the eating disorder itself, we very often feel ashamed of having an eating disorder. There's a lot of preconceptions of what the eating disorder is like and maybe that only young girls and young women have it and that only skinny people have an eating disorder and stuff like that. So when you feel like you don't fit certain criteria or you think you're not quote unquote sick enough, you may feel ashamed to ask for help. I definitely felt ashamed when it came to asking for help. Paradoxically, I wasn't ashamed when it came to anorexia. Of course, it could have been affected by my young age and my parents being involved in this problem. But when it comes to the binge eating disorder, I was older and I was dealing with it on my own. And suddenly it wasn't so easy to ask for help and I felt a lot of shame. I felt ashamed and all these different questions kept running through my head like what if the therapist won't understand me? What if my problem isn't really that serious? What if I'm like some rare case and no one will will be able to help me? Will the therapist think that I just have no self-control? All of these things kept running through my head and I felt a huge amount of shame. So I think shame and being ashamed of having a problem is very often what stops us from asking for help. Another reason why we are often so hesitant to get help is because we ourselves don't entirely understand what's going on, what issue exactly we are dealing with and therefore we worry that other people may also not be able to understand it either. I think it's the fear of not being understood and somehow taking that as proof for ourselves that there clearly must be something wrong with us then if nobody else is able to understand us. But I think going to see a therapist is a right decision, especially if you're not entirely sure what the issue is, but you just maybe know that something's not right. But also seeing a therapist if you know what the issue is, but you're just not really sure how to deal with that issue. I personally regret that I haven't started therapy earlier when it comes to the binge eating disorder because it has it has helped me. Another reason why I think we are hesitant to ask for help is that we worry that we will come across as weak. This obviously doesn't apply just to the eating disorder. I think the whole mental health area is still somewhat surrounded by this asking for help is a sign of weakness vibe. I've noticed that especially within the generation of our parents who I never heard talk about their problems I, and I feel like they would rather hide their problems for the rest of their lives than ask for help. 
Those six or seven years of binge eating disorder were full of shame for me. I felt ashamed for binging, I felt disgusting and I felt disgusted with myself. And it took me years to gather the courage and ask for help. We think that asking for help means showing our weakness and we think that's a bad thing. But I honestly think that if anything, showing that we have a certain problem makes us more human and more relatable. I think that all that matters is that you get better and you get the help that you need. Another reason why I think we're often hesitant to ask for help is the belief that we will and that we have to deal with our problems on our own. Maybe we think that we shouldn't bother anyone because everyone has tons of their own problems. Maybe we don't have anyone who we think could help us or support us and maybe we just think something like it's my problem so I have to deal with it on my own. I can only speak from my experience of what I've witnessed when it comes to my closest ones but I think this is often the case with people who are proud or their ego won't let them admit that they may have a problem that they don't know how to handle on their own. I have a person in my close circle who's been telling themselves for, I don't know, 12, 15 years that they can do it on their own while they don't. And it's honestly really sad to witness and not to be able to do anything about it. But I think if you have a problem and you feel like you could use some help, then all ego and pride aside and get the help that you need. It doesn't matter what anyone else will think or say. What matters in that situation is you and you getting better and getting the help that you need. And that help can come in many forms. It can be seeing a therapist, online therapy, going to a doctor, admission to a treatment center, confessing to someone you love and trust, joining a support group, whatever it might be. Just find what works for you and keep in mind that you don't need to be on your own in anything that you're going through. Last but not least, one more thing that I think often stands in our way when it comes to being vocal about our problems, especially the mental health problems, has a lot to do with the way we were raised as well as with the culture we grew up in. When I started to get a little more interested in mental health, I've realized how privileged I am to be able to talk about it and to live in an age where I can get help. I've realized that, for example, again, my parents and pretty much their entire generation is used to bottling up their issues, keeping them for themselves. I think us, millennials and Gen Z, are living in a period of time where mental health is finally something people start to take into account and we put more emphasis on mental health being equally as important as our physical health. So I think one of the factors why people may be hesitant or even afraid to ask for help is because they are simply not used to talking about their problems and not used to asking for help. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness and it is definitely not something you should be afraid to ask for. I know that getting the necessary help may not always be easy or immediate, but it's worth asking for. Any kind of problem that we share with someone and that we actively start to deal with means that we are taking a step closer to a better and healthier life. 
I'm speaking in general a lot in this episode. All of what I've said today can be applied to pretty much any kind of problem we deal with, whether that's our mental health, physical health, eating disorders, addictions. I've struggled with eating disorder and a negative body image. I have close people around me who struggle with addiction and I realize how important it is not to be afraid to ask for help and not suffer privately and alone. If it's hard for you to ask for help, then maybe try to think about it as if you had a pain in your tooth or a stomach ache or a broken leg. You would go to see a doctor and tell him what's bothering you and you would try to fix the problem. So why not try to do the same when it comes to our mental health? A few years ago, I promised myself that when I have kids... I don't have them yet, but I hope one day I will. I want to teach them from early on that we have physical health and mental health and that we should take equal care of both. Just because the mental health may not be so easily visible, it doesn't mean we shouldn't care about it or that we should struggle with everything privately and never ask for help if we feel like we could use some. So that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll be happy if you subscribe to the Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. Make sure to follow Binge on Self-Love podcast on Instagram and I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Take care, have a nice rest of the week and talk to you soon. Bye! Something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know.